Welcome to this latest podcast from the Rep Cove Manager. We're here to provide our listeners with an update of some of the key events and milestones that are currently happening under the Rec. My name's Paul Rock, and I'm the Head of Communications for the Cove Manager team. I'm joined today by my colleague, Sarah Gratt. Hi, Sarah. Tell us a bit about yourself. Hi, Paul. My role is the Operations Director as part of the Code Manager. I'm responsible for the, the communications, the training, education, change, consumer advocacy, uh, and, and the portal. So it's good to be here to talk through some of the events and activities we've got planned over the coming weeks and months. You don't cover much then, do you? you know, only, only a small Not part, really. You know? <laughs> Fantastic. Um, and, and as a code manager recently, we've been doing an awful lot across all them areas. And, and really today, we just wanted to have a bit of a different podcast and tell you a little bit about some of those key areas that we have been working on. One of the most recent uh, I wanted to talk about today, Sarah, was the portal user experience workshop that we hosted last week when this podcast is, or two weeks ago when this podcast is released. It was on the 17th of February. And it gave us an opportunity to meet with some of our uh, stakeholders and get their views on what they what change they might want to see on the rec portal um, into the future Um, I don't think you were there were you at that session I was I may have been a bit quiet I was there it was well attended I thought I thought there was good involvement enjoyed hearing some of the the feedback Um, so what what are we going to do with that feedback Absolutely. Um, so it was really, you're right, the, the engagement was great. We had 24 people at that workshop across um, a whole range of different co-parties. The point of that session was essentially to understand what it is that people like and don't like about the portal today. And we'll be able then to take some candidates for change forward in terms of user experience on the portal. We didn't promise at that session we're going to be able to resolve every issue that parties raise within a week. That's not the point of of that session. It's about to identify candidates for future improvements. Uh, We'll then go away with the uh, technical service provider for the portal. We'll impact assess what will be needed in terms of that change on the portal. And then then viable candidates will add on to a future roadmap for change. And we'll find ways to make uh, that information accessible to all portal users as well so they know what it is about the portal that we're currently working on. Because critically at the moment, with respect to the portal, as um, you're aware, Sarah, we're reaching the end of the initial build of the portal. Now, that them initial requirements that were baselined at the start of mobilization. Um, and there's that sort of that final uh, release going in, or we're recording on the release day on, on the 23rd of February. Um, so by the time this podcast comes out, you'll, you'll see some of those changes. But we don't want to stand still, do we? Um, essentially. No, as you said, that roadmap is going to be key to making sure we can take what we've been delivered so far or we're delivering so far, move forwards, taking on board feedback. And, and the good thing is the, the feedback that the parties gave on that UX workshop. We're also in our in our thoughts and in in our our roadmap already, so we we should be able to live that very soon. And I think our CSI page on the portal gives details of what's in each release, and will also be the home for some of the upcoming releases and and roadmap activities. 
That's right, our continuous service improvement page. Um, we detail all the sort of upcoming elements of, of the releases um, into the future, and we'll update that as we go. And you mentioned there about the fact that we already had some of these things in our mind for the roadmap. And indeed, I mentioned that we wouldn't be able to turn around all this feedback within within days of, of the workshop. But in fact, we have been working behind the scenes to develop some elements that we were already aware of, because obviously the code manager has its own views as well. Through our operational account manager service, we've been talking to many of our parties. And one thing that came up time and time again was the absence of a single place where you could go onto the portal and find out all about rec news and have a store of the, the weekly rec bulletins that we put out. And that's now there. So we have a new rec portal news page. And every time there's a, a message we want to push out to our portal users, we'll update that page with the latest story. I've actually set that page as a bookmark now. And, and when I go into my browser in the morning, I'll go straight to that page because that's where I'm going to get the most up-to-date information about the key messages that, that we're pushing out to portal users. So if you haven't checked it out, um, I highly recommend you you check out the new Rec Portal news page, which you can get to from your dashboards through the uh, Rec Information module that sits just to the right of the calendar on that front page. I think there's a couple of other improvements we've got coming very shortly as well, aren't there, Paul? So I know that the Knowledge Centre is being updated and I think we've got a big introduction of, of a wiki coming very soon. Absolutely, that's right. Um, in fact, they're kind of one and the same thing. For those who have used our Knowledge Centre, our Knowledge Repository in the past, we encourage people to, before they raise a service their ticket, to go onto the Knowledge Centre and, and find if the, the question might already be answered by one of the, the modules will be on there. But actually what we've done now is made that much more user-friendly or we're currently in the process of making that much more user-friendly and coming up with a solution that looks very much like what you might expect to see on Wikipedia. Knowledge-based text articles with images with links away to external sites or other wiki pages where you can find key information about any element of the REC, REC systems, REC services, really. And the plan is to make that really content-rich, you know, so, so it'll be accessible for you to, to answer any questions and self-serve the information that you might need about the REC. We're hoping to launch that within the next sort of four to six weeks at the latest. Um, and we're currently really engaged in building, putting all that content together um, and making it live and attractive for you to access sooner rather than later. I think there's one other area I would like just to highlight that we have also introduced recently, and that's around instant messaging into our service desk. We acknowledge that there's a, there's a few limitations to the service desk through the portal. And one of our first steps is, is to give users the chance to, to live chat to, to one of our service desk analysts who will help you through the process, raise the ticket if, if we need to, and, and direct you to the appropriate person. So again, I think you can find that as a little app at the bottom of the service management page on the portal. Yeah, I, I used it on day one just, just to test it was working and they, they provide just as um, efficient and friendly services you might expect through the normal service desk functions. But you're right, it gives another really handy route in for, for people who want to engage um, with the service desk. So hopefully our, our portal users find that a really useful new element on the portal. And another example of that sort of incremental change that we're looking to provide. So yeah, plenty going on on the portal, plenty more to come. And if you've got any thoughts or feedback about how we can make the portal even better, you can visit our continuous service improvement page and you can put in feedback through the survey form that exists on there. If you're a rep party, you can talk to your operational account managers um, or you can raise a service desk ticket with us as well, particularly if you've got an issue um, and we'll look to address it from there.
Um, I just wanted to have a chat um, as well about a couple more events that we've got coming up over the next couple of weeks that relate to some some milestones as well with, with respect to some of the REC systems. Many of you may be aware from reading in bulletins that have gone out over the last couple of weeks, the REC data specification that exists on the EMAR is having some considerable improvements made to it, giving it a new look, um, sort of easier to use, human readable format um, and a more comprehensive machine machine readable format um, we're running a couple of demonstration sessions one of them's already happened by the time this uh this comes out on the 25th of february we had a first session um, following the release of this new functionality on the 24th of february but there's still time for you to come along to a second drop-in session on the 10th of march um, and you can register through the rec news page uh, that i mentioned earlier but essentially you'll be provided with a demonstration of the new format market messages and data items the new downloadable HTML format that has been put together and the new machine readable access database and those data specification experts are going to be there to help guide you through the new system and answer any questions you might have Uh, about an hour long from two o'clock on Thursday the 10th of March so I hope to see you there and then the second uh, event that I wanted to mention was a workshop related to the Secure Data Exchange portal, the SDEP, um, which for those who don't know, is a tool for rec parties to exchange information in a way that complies with the GDPR, the data protection legislation, launched a couple of years back. But there have been quite a lot of changes um, that are going through the process at the moment, following some feedback that we've had about usability of the SDEP. So following the close of a service, Survey, an online survey uh, last month. We've convened a workshop to help us prioritise some of the key enhancements that have fallen out of that survey, give you an ex- opportunity to discuss potential enhancements to the SDEP and basically help us to prioritise um, how we move forward. That's on the 3rd of March from 10 till 1. Again, you can register for that via our REC News page. At the moment, we're looking to limit attendees to one per organisation. Uh, and just to note, I think this podcast is coming out on Monday, the 28th of February. So today will be the last day that you can register for that event so if you listen to this podcast on on the 28th on the day of its release make sure you go on to our portal site on the rec news page and register if you're interested in coming along on the 3rd of march there's one final thing i wanted to uh, mention today on this podcast sarah and that's around rec version 3 uh, very exciting changes coming into the REC to help us navigate the, the turn on of the uh, central switching service, which I believe is June. Is that right? July. I think you'll find it's July. Yeah. July. You're quite right. There's a big program that's going on under RECO that all code managers are involved in, um, making sure that we've got communications ready for everyone, make sure we can help parties. One of the first steps is I think the version three baseline schedules are now available to download from the portal. The communications plan has been updated with all of our um, activities that we'll be doing across the code managers in readiness for, for July. So keep watching this space. And I think there'll be a wiki page specifically around <laughs> version three and, and go live. Absolutely. We'll, we'll make sure that all that information is held in a, in a single place on the portal so it's accessible to you. And we're also, it's important to note that we aren't doing this in isolation from the other elements of the switching program. We, we are integrated with the existing work groups. We're making sure that any engagement activities, any training is done in combination with them, minimizing duplication and making sure that all the relevant information is, is rolled out to 
to all stakeholders, all impacted rec parties in a timely way. We'll be starting that engagement activity probably as soon as, as March, um, when we start thinking about the access arrangements, the updated access arrangements for things like the electricity inquiry service and the gas inquiry service, but going all the way through, um, to go live and beyond as well in, in sort of a hypercare period where we'll, at the end of the process, run a number of drop-in sessions on different topics just to make sure you're, you're fully up to speed with, with all the changes to the arrangements that are going. So watch this space. Fabulous. Well, thank you very much, Sarah, for, for joining us today to talk about some of those key elements. I'd encourage our listeners to keep up to date with the news coming out from the Rec Code Manager. We have several means to do so. If you haven't yet signed up for our weekly bulletins, the, uh, there's two bulletins. They cover sort of general uh, items and news and a further one that covers uh, specifics around the change process. And you can sign up to receive those bulletins via the Rec News page on the portal. The news page itself, of course, is a, a valuable resource for staying up to date, and I encourage you to visit that regularly. And of course, we have a LinkedIn profile as well. Um, so sign up to follow our page on LinkedIn for up-to-the-minute updates um, across social media. Otherwise, uh, I thank you again, and I look forward to telling you all about what's happening across the wreck on the next one of these podcasts. Thank you very much, and goodbye.